0: Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, we're rolling to hour number three, Bart and Han. Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN on a Friday, baby. That doesn't put a smile on your face. I don't know what will. It's Friday. It's March, by the way. The Ides of March are upon us, and uh, we're we're almost up to 50 degrees today.
1: Right, man, man. yeah, man. It was seventy-two in Detroit. What was it? Yeah, really, it was the warmest day on, on the day of my um, my cousin's uh, funeral. The warmest day in the history of um, Detroit history. In seventy-two in, degrees in February. In, in February. Right. And the next day, it was windy and cold as hell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, you just start to feel it. I mean, it's it's not quite fifty. I, I probably stretched it a little bit. But being outside this morning, walking around the seaport. You just got that feel in the air, like, all right, all right, almost out. We're almost out of it. We got another month. Almost through it. Probably, you know, you know, because Don't April say gets, it like that. No, April's getting See, rainy. you, said, you can, know you I just can, did? Bro, bro, you sounded just like so. Like, you know when you used to, when you were a kid and you were excited about something and your grandpa would be like, "That's still another I, I, month away. No, I'm not, like, no, I'm, no, I'm not thanks wet, wet blanking. No,
1: no, I'm not wet blanking it. Because, no, no, that ain't nothing. Four weeks, bro, how fast was February done?
0: Well, it is the shortest month.
1: We only have, on this show, we only did one day of black history.
0: And it happened to be a leap day.
1: <laughs> exactly. It really I was I learned March so 1st. much
0: yesterday. I was really proud. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that Elijah McCoy ended up being African-American. That was great. You yeah. told me he wasn't. Yeah, I didn't think he was. Well, he is. And the he's real, the real McCoy. The real McCoy. The real McCoy. All right. How about this now? So, I, I mean, I don't love the idea of the Giants using the six pick for a quarterback. I'd rather see them get a skilled player, and if they can get a wide receiver, I just don't know because we've seen too many times. You take quarterbacks in the top, you know, the, the, the top court. How many? Like we just had a quarterback draft, and only one guy still, still with his team. But think about that, and the guy that went number one, and and some people feel like he hasn't hit his potential yet. Then, the, then there was the other quarterback draft. Remember that one? The one the Giants didn't take a quarterback. They took Saquon instead. How's that working out? Baker Mayfield, great. not with his team. The next guy, Sam Darnold, not with his team. What about right? those other two? Josh Rosen? Where is he even? On a milk carton.
1: He sells Now, yes, Josh Allen
0: he, and, he and Lamar Jackson, you, you get those right. And there's the later ones. Of course. So I don't know how to feel, but there's a lot of talent, but there are quarterbacks, and there's several of them that people are excited about. So who would you want to hear from first that could potentially be a giant quarterback? I'm gonna give you three options. You got you got uh Drake May, let's you go Jaden Daniels, Jaden Daniels, or JJ McCarthy.
1: Let's go Jaden Daniels.
0: Jaden Daniels met with the Giants. How did the meeting go? Oh man. Damn, Every time. It went that good.
1: It went that good, Jaden. No,
0: you know how it goes with this stupid thing. Just give me a second. I gotta reset it. You know, I'm telling you. When it comes to technology, we suck.
1: Uh, here's J. Dale. Yeah, it was fun um, going there uh, and be able to talk, like I said, football. They, they handed me the, the clicker and we were just talking ball. And, uh, you know, it was always fun. I love football. I'm very passionate about it. So whenever I get to talk ball, I love it.
0: Uh, oh, so tell me that Brian Dable handed him the clicker like it was the Gruden quarterback camp and just started letting him go on film. Tell me what you see here. Tell me what you were thinking here. That's fascinating. Uh, What do you think of the coaching staff? Just how
1: energetic the coaching staff was. um, And I was just going in and and getting to know me
0: as a person. They were very excited about that. All right, Mike Kafka, right, Brian Dayball, right? You awake?
1: I am wide awake.
0: Okay. I'm just – we're talking about stuff and just waiting for you to react.
1: No, I'm Uh, I'm waiting for you to go through all of it.
0: Oh, you want me to do – I thought you were going to react to each one. You wanted to hear Jaden Daniels first. Just thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. That's it. That's the two things from Jaden Daniels.
1: Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah, that's it. Okay, all right. Energetic, and you know, they asked me what I when I was doing this play. Okay, that's that's not a lot. He he wasn't very descriptive. You know what I mean? He got to understand that he's an entertainer now. He's a professional. He has to be able to sell us hope and sell us on the prospect that maybe you know, just maybe Jaden Daniels might get there. Come on, man. You got to put some more juice
0: in it. You want him to like really go crazy and like sell himself? The guys won the Heisman. No, he, he's supposed he, to
1: say no. He's supposed to sell the fact that the Giants might move up. Mean might get them, but I guess he's telling himself that mean I fail. But maybe they might move up to get you.
0: I think you got to be careful.
1: Well, well, hold up. the Giants are at where six, six, and when the Jets move from six to third to get Sam Darnold, how many picks did it cost them? Two, tell th- three, twos. It was two twos one year mm-hmm. and then uh, then another two for Quentin. And they got Quentin Nelson and they well, got Well, uh, I think what the way Leonard. Joe
0: Shane put it was, you know. They got the extra picks, man. You, get, you know, you get blown away by somebody, you definitely make the move. Right? That's what you do. Like, all right, let's meet with him. Let's see what he's about. Let's watch him. Let's have him do film with us. I want to see where his brain is. Can he break it down for me and make me go, wow, this kid's really got it. Right? He's special. We got to get him whatever it's going to take well we might have to move up to three and swap with like Arizona yeah let's do it whatever it takes let's do it I want this I guarantee, this game. I
1: guarantee you. and Arizona is like okay because they, they they win regardless if it's a guy that they know moving up for a quarterback and they only dropping a couple pieces yeah let me see what the Giants draft picks are because they got an extra one from Leonard Williams okay let's hit, let's let's go to another quarterback while I get this information
0: all right well J.J McCarthy
1: Michigan guy right we, we do not want him that's like, I feel like that's like getting Ryan Nassib all
0: over again. Well, wouldn't this be more of a guy you take in the second, right? Is McCarthy going to some, some guys got him coming off the board second?
1: 12. Some guys got him coming off like the New Orleans and teams like that because Derek Carr, they already pushed this money yeah. into into a um, signing bonus, mm-hmm. right? Restructure him already. they trying to get rid of his ass just as quickly as the Giants trying to get rid of Daniel Jones, I believe.
0: Well, let's also keep in mind, too, the first three picks of the draft – are the Bears who are definitely going to take a quarterback. The commanders who are definitely going to take a quarterback. In fact, they actually they met with Caleb Williams. Now you remember, of <laughs> yeah. course, that, that's big because that's where his his offensive coordinator from, uh, yeah. from college is.
1: The, t- the team we don't know about is New England. Kings that, back, they're, right. the, they're the wild card.
0: And they're the third pick. Mayo. And And what do they do there? And then, of course, that's when the Cardinals come up, And the four pick is the one that could be up for grabs if you're the Giants that need to move up. But by then, will the guy you want be gone so, all right, here's J.J. McCarthy talking about his meeting
2: with the Giants. I really loved how, you know, I drew up a play that, you know, I could run against or run in every situation, third down, fourth down, first and second, all that good stuff. And then, you know, the coaches were kind of changing my verbiage and making it their own. It was really nice to kind of, like, get a feel of, you know, what that offense would be like. And it was actually a lot more simple. So it was good. Well, how about that? Ch- changing up the verbiage.
1: Okay, they just basically using their language as the West Coast yeah. offense or something like that or spread offense. But, you know, the Giants, when you look at it, they have the uh, 47th forty mm-hmm. seventh pick that they got from Seattle. Right. Um, and they got the 39th pick, which is pretty damn high, too. You know, so they can package that and maybe move up and give up a future next year. So they won't, they can swap ones and swap twos. hmm and they can give them the additional two and give them maybe next year's two as well.
0: Yeah, and there's always a way that you can move up if you really feel like he's the guy. Now, getting back to J.J. McCarthy, the one thing that he said that really caught my attention, and I wonder how much is put into this if you are a a team. He said, stats for me aren't a really big thing. All I cared about, you know, being the best team, and I can't blah, 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 blah. But then he said, "The only stat I cared about was W's, and we did pretty good in that category." Does it matter if a kid's a winner?
1: To a certain extent, right? But I, I need to when I'm picking that high, I want him to be a combination of both, right? Especially if I'm moving up to get him, I'm, he's not going into a a great situation. When you think about JJ McCarthy, he went to a great situation with a team that had a bunch of you know, I get it, portal guys. You know, so I need a guy. I, be honest, I much rather, I much rather a guy. I like guess I'm saying, Trey. what is the I much value of a guy? guy like, I much rather a guy.
0: Like, like you know what I mean? Like, what's the value of a guy who comes in with a winning pedigree? Like, and and it's not like he was just handing it off because they had superstar running back. I'm talking about like legit was part of the winning, well, and he's a winner. And then you have another guy who doesn't have a lot of experience. And, like, you know, we've seen these guys. They just have arm talent or physical tools. But they haven't really done anything in college that tells you I've seen them in pressure situations perform.
1: Well, for me, right, um, when you look at J.J. McCarthy, for example, the Michigan State Wolverines – Have 18 guys.
0: Michigan State. Michigan. Michigan. Michigan Michigan Wolverines.
1: Yeah, Wolverines. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not Michigan State. Okay. Michigan. Michigan, the Wolverines. Right. They have 18 guys invited to the combine. That's a record. That's a lot. That's a record, yeah, right? Never before has it problem. been that Well, many.
0: they won the national championship. so I, mean, I understand
1: it. that, but a team won a national championship last year, and they didn't have 18 in the year before that and a year okay. before that. Well, right?
0: jo- Georgia seems to have sent a lot of people to the NFL.
1: Yeah, but, but, but not, not as many. Michigan just broke a record. Yeah. So okay. what I'm saying is he was surrounded by a deep, great team. Okay. I would rather take a guy like Drake May, and I understand Drake May is going to go before him anyway. Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to make an example Uh, I'd rather take a guy like Drake May even uh, before a guy like Jaden Daniels. You know what I'm saying? I like guys that that didn't play with a lot of talent but still found ways to win because they were in adverse situations and they had to be able to be damn near perfect opposed to a guy that went to a team that had a bunch of stars on it because they they don't know how to operate when they're on a team that doesn't have the stars that can separate the way that he's accustomed to. So I I like guys that – really kind of struggled a little bit. Like like when you look at guys like Mahomes, right? He wasn't on a great team, and he played well, right? And like you look at a guy like uh, Josh Allen, right? guy like Lamar Jackson where he had good players but never w- did he feel like he had the most talented roster. I like guys like that because when they get to the league and they may not have the guys that are are all, all Americans, then they can operate because they're used to dealing with lesser talent and, and, and throwing guys open – and, and making them, like, run the right routes because it creates that type of leadership.
0: All right. Well, you mentioned Drake May. He's the last of the quarterbacks we'll hear from here. So how did his meeting with the Giants go?
1: Yeah, it was it was good in there. You know, meeting with um, Coach Dayball, big fan of him. You know, offensive mind, one of the best. Um, so just getting there, getting to know those guys, you know, know Mr. Shane. So uh, it, was, it was good in there.
0: Did he call him Mr. Shane? Yeah. Joe Shane is barely like. Is he even yeah. ten years older than Drake May? You got
1: to think he was born. He was born in the 1900s. That's, That's how they talk about us. That's wild. Born in
0: 1900s, Mr. Shane. I, I, I got it. Next time we talk to Joe, I, I got to ask him. Like, how's that feel? <laughs> Kid calling you, Mr. Shane. Hey, Mr. Uh, anyways, again, May's got also a bit of a pedigree, right? Like he's, you know, his brother played at, at uh, basketball in North Carolina. He's a big dude, 6'4, 230. Like, he seems to have all those things.
1: They're comparing him to uh, Josh Allen, like, as far as his physical stature. Yeah,
0: that's about right. All right. So, but he also uh, spent some time with Eli Manning. I do think that's important here. And so what was that like?
1: Yeah, yeah Eli's a you know, big fan. I think you know, Eli would probably say you know, he's probably seen me too much. I've been following around. And so uh, you know, it's always on Zooms. I think the biggest thing is just being a sponge, you know, soaking it all in. And I don't have all the answers, and I don't know it all, just being up there with Eli. And uh, like I said, David Moore's training with him down there in Alabama. Uh, he was his backup at Ole Miss. So just uh, kind of the small world of connections and uh, just trying to soak it all up.
0: I, I, don't, I, I like that a player is chasing knowledge. That says a lot to me about who you are and what you're about. Humility, too, yeah. You know what I mean? I think Honestly, I think that stuff's important.
1: Yeah, humility. I'm going to be excited. I mean, I'm excited for this draft because I I think the Giants may be put in a pickle, man. Like, what do you do? Like, last year – I forgot last year who was the shocker. We was like, what? Like, you know, uh, Houston moved back up and get Will Anderson. They traded and came back up after Mm -hmm. taking C.J. Strauss. Like, huh? What? Yeah. Something's gonna happen at this draft, and somebody's gonna move up to get a player that we not we, we don't know about. Rather, they okay, I think a quarterback. I a,
0: think I think a quarterback is gonna go in the top ten that nobody thought was going in the top ten.
1: Well, what what I'm saying is, I think it's gonna be a player that's taken in the top three that we had no idea. Remember the time Trayvon Walker. Uh, yeah. that, that, he went number one. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. Like, Trayvon Walker. Like, yeah. what, is, what the hell is Jacksonville smoking? We ain't really mm-hmm. heard much about or
0: from him um, either. I yeah, you know mean? That that, that was a le- like the last day before the draft I remember that all of a sudden started to become a real thing. And you're like, wait a minute, are you serious? And then Right. It- so,
1: so I wonder, like, it's three quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So one, two, three in the draft. But the Giants at six is in such a unique spot That's right. that if somebody if somebody comes up and says, man, like this DN uh, verse just ran like a 4-4 or something like that. I forget. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. from Florida State. And somebody like, yo, I need that. That's just as important. We got the quarterback. We need that all-world pass rusher because we can't get to Mahomes or somebody like that. And they were like, we got to move up and we got to get that. And then now we know what Arizona's going to do. Arizona's going, going. Uh, Arizona's gonna go probably um, Harrison, right? So because they they got their quarterback in Kyler, so they want to make sure that they get him another the one number one weapon, especially because Hollywood Brown is a free agent. So you look at that like so. What if somebody moves up and then a Giants sitting there at six, right? So if you got two core two of the, two of the quarterbacks go, and then a de- defensive tackle goes, and then and then uh, Marvin Harris goes. And the Patriots aren't in the, in the, in a market for a. I can see the Giants and the Patriots doing business.
0: You don't think New England needs a quarterback though? Like you don't think they with do, a New coach, they, they, they're going to they want to start a new era. They, they Mac do. Jones is not the guy. They do. But
1: Mac Jones, some, some may say Mac Jones went to the uh, Mac Jones went to the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl, and he, to he took, and he won the playoffs, yeah. and you know Matt Patricia and and Bill Beckham. Maybe Duffett they, think they him ruined up. him, and, and they Mayo him? was and Mayo was there too, so he knows how dysfunctional yep. it was or wasn't. Yep. right. And who knows what they want? Maybe they saying we need to get him a weapon, right? And, and a guy like Malik Neighbors is just sitting there, or the guy. Um, uh, from Washington is just sitting there. What happens then? Because they may say, "Well, we like Penix, we can get him in the second round." You know what I am saying? Yeah,
0: I mean, if, I they might say imagine. we like Bo Nix and get I him mean, in the second. You are New England; you haven't been this high of a draft pick right in so long that like you got to you got to strike. Yeah, you but know you are not going to. You don't want it. You don't plan on being in this position again. So for them, this is a rarefied air. If you're sitting at three and this is a quarterback draft, don't you think you need to get your quarterback?
1: But at what Michael Penix may be. They well, it better him. be the
0: quarterback. You, uh, you're right. If they might say there's the, we're the we have the third pick and this is a two quarterback draft. Right, they might say
1: that. They might say it's not a big difference between the third quarterback and Michael Penix.
0: Yeah, yeah they could say. And we'll right. get they... Michael
1: Penix in the second round, and we'll go get a dynamic player. We'll let Michael Penix sit behind mm. Mac Jones for one year. And groom him and get him right. Make sure he's healthy and let him, you know, catch up to the game. Yeah, look, is Michael would, if Michael Penix would, if Michael wouldn't have looked hurt, if he wouldn't have looked hurt in the, um, in the, in the, in the in the national championship game, he was hurt. Yeah, but if, if, if that wouldn't have happened in the national championship game, how would would be we be talking about Michael Penix yeah. with what he had just did the week before and how he was just throwing darts. And that was
0: the problem though, was because when he saw pro style defense and the way they were doing things defensively, he looked lost. The week before, he was indomitable. But then he then he goes up against Michigan, and he looked like it, he couldn't figure that out. He couldn't process that. That that was what the concern with Penix was in that game. Was it was this was a re- that's a real defense. That's what he's going to see on Sundays. But you but and you he get had to- a hard time with it.
1: But you can explain things away when you really like somebody. Of course, you can. We'll make, we'll make excuses for it. Like, no, no, his team wasn't ready. They were out of scheme. They were going against a great coaching staff. And, oh, yeah. Look at how many of those Michigan coaches are now with hardball and in the league and all yeah. this type of stuff.
0: I don't think you're wrong. I don't. You want to hear, though? So it gave you all the quarterbacks. Do you want to hear from Malik Neighbors, though? Yeah, All right, he he did meet with the Giants too on to Harry Swag. So I'm curious yeah. to see like you the know Giants, how he feel. The, the, yeah,
1: the Giants oh. love um, LSU re- wide receivers, right? Well, they, yeah, they've they they got had a success. history with it.
0: They've had success. So here's Malik Neighbors on his meeting with the Giants. Uh, my meeting with the
1: Giants was actually pretty good. Um, you know, their head coach they love dogs. You know, they're able to you know find find those receivers that they really want, um, and they got a great plan going on to this season that I heard. Um, like I said, I'm able to, you know, go against, go outside and win. You know, I'm able to go at slot. I'm able to be moved around, create space on the linebacker. Um, I know I carry the ball pretty good. So, you know, a different offense can, you know, move me around and still get that, you know, that dog mentality. In, in my opinion, he's the best. He's the best receiver in this draft, in my opinion. Just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like the Because uh, when you look and listen, A.J. Green was a great, Wide receiver in the league for a long time for the Cincinnati Bengals, from Georgia, and I see I see um, Marvin Harrison Jr. as that. I see I see Malik Neighbors as like a Odell Beckham, like a guy that's shorter but super shifty. He's six one or six feet.
0: He's listed at six feet. Right.
1: Okay, six feet. That's a big receiver. You know, that's a that's a Anquan Bolden. That's a. You know that like that's that's a combination of because it's like tall but not tall, but then it's like big but not big. That's like an AJ Brown type of guy. I mean, guy that can use his body to get away from you, but then he can also go deep, almost like a Chase Young, mm-hmm. right? Like where a guy like Jordan Jefferson, I would say, is more like maybe Marvin Harrison Jr. You know what I'm saying? I, I like guys that I can give short stuff. Like at six feet, you can give him, and he, you heard him say he's comfortable carrying the ball like Debo, or you right. can give him reverses and slants right. and spot passes and stuff like that. And he's like six feet, like two-something, two right? So he can run through like arm tackles, not easy to bring down. He's like a, a, a nice-sized dude, you know what I mean? I like that. So, I mean, the Giants may say, man, we'll take that and then we'll – the Giants, if they're smart, will just go get a quarterback in a second. They'll look at a Penix or a Bo Nix and see if they can make something out of those guys. So That's what I would do. They got two first. They got two second round draft picks. That's I would sure. take that. I, I don't that's know. What I don't know how the Giants, if Penix and or Bo Nix is sitting there, how they don't just take a flyer at them.
0: That's that, that's because you that's got two picks.
1: I, you got two in a second.
0: All right. So you're you're on, you're on my side with this. Yeah, now. I'm always on your side. <laughs> Ride or die, baby. But you that's know, it. but but you know what I'm saying. Like I, I just feel like if this guy is that much of a talent, and you know, who's to say that. His talent is also a reason why Jaden Daniels really his his star took off, right? Cuz you had a guy like this to throw to. Right. But I, I just think when you're the Giants and you don't have enough skill players and you're more than likely moving on from your best skill player in Saquon Barkley, you got to have something.
1: They have to have something outside because this is and the thing. And if he's Gi-
0: special special at, at you know at, at 6 and you said to, you said it as well. You could get one of the older college quarterbacks that are probably good. They're probably capable and good, and bring them in, and they could be with Daniel Jones and see what you Four could years. turn them into.
1: Yeah, right there, Penix. Like the I'm telling you, I would go Penix like, right there.
0: I just don't think at six when you know the first three picks of the draft are teams that are quarterback-starved teams. Yeah, I just how do you how could you expect that you're going to get your guy and do you really want to give up assets to move up for what is a maybe not a definite? It's a maybe.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I mean – Get the definite. And the definite is going to be a receiver or a great offensive lineman. Well, or an offensive right there. lineman.
0: Right, you could do you could do that too. You could like try I to said, find yourself a right tackle. Yeah.
1: I said, whatever you're going to do, right, we know that it's impossible to find a right tackle or a left tackle, right? Yep. So, if you can get that in the draft because it's not – they're not really available. I went over the list of linemen for the Jets yesterday. Yep. So, if you, so if you can go do that, you can say, okay, well, I'm going to go – if I if I draft a great offense lineman, then I'm going to buy the receiver in free agency, right? And then you can – so yeah. you buy the receiver in free agency because a lot of receivers are available in free agency. And then you say, okay, I'm going to day two, second pick, mm-hmm. I'm going to go – I'm going to address my, my quarterback of the future. And, you know, I just said Lamar Jackson basically was the last pick of the first round, which is basically a second-round draft pick. The Giants be sitting right there and be able to do that at pick 37. That's only, what, three picks into the sure. first? That, what, is, five is that picks. three
0: picks? Five picks in.
1: Okay, five into picks. Into the second round? Yeah. Hold up. It's 32 teams.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 37 is the pick, you said? Let's see. You oh, said 30,
1: 39. My bad, yeah.
0: Oh, it's, oh their, their pick's 39?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's 39. So, right. so there's seven picks into the second. Yeah. So, they, they their first one is pick six. The, the second one is this. But whatever you can package that and move up if you want mm-hmm. to. They can pick it. They can patch that and move up to the first round. Like they can take that. They can take take pick number thirty nine and then give up pick number uh, one hundred seven in the fourth round and move right back into the first round. I guarantee you, teams like um, um, Kansas City and te- teams like Kansas City don't mind moving back and, and acquiring picks cause they'll turn that into. They'll try and find them a Puka Nakua or something like that with those picks. You know what I mean? So. That's what I would do if I was the Giants.
0: Wouldn't be wouldn't be bad if the Giants or Jets could find themselves a Puka Nakua, right? Like, <laughs> like, like when 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 do they find that guy? Never. Where's Where's the next Where's the next time they find the Bart Scott, the Wayne Krebette? You know those kind of pieces that nobody saw coming and you turn them into something. The Brock Purdy.
1: Well, they had they had they had the Bryce Huff, but now they now yeah. they didn't do a good enough yeah. job in
0: paying them early. Exactly. Then you have them under control. All right, eight 800 nine, three nine three seven seven six. We'll get back to your calls and also coming up a. With the level of anxiety you have right now after the Knicks lose again last night, three out of five now they've lost since the All-Star break. They have been obviously trending in the wrong way, and a lot of it has to do with what they're missing. The good news is last night some information that tells us that those missing pieces are closer to returning, so they'll eventually get a full team back. But does it make you nervous that now all of a sudden what was once felt like a comfortable spot in the top four is now very, very tenuous. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
1: I'm trying to get Allen to get a tonal, man. I'm trying to tell him that stuff is, that resistance on there is heavy.
0: Tonal can send me a tonal and I'll give it a try, but it looks really complicated. And no, I man. know that I will probably trip and then strangle no. myself to death.
1: When you, when you look in there too, you, it, it's an instructor. So it's almost like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like for the Peloton, too. they'll I did, tell you what to do. Yeah. I did LeBron the, LeBron does it.
0: I did the, well, they, they pay him to do it. I did the, um, you remember P ninety X back in the day? Yeah, I did. My dad did it. Tony Horton, right? I did that, and by the end of the thirty day, like the ninety days, I did the full. I I did it twice actually, hmm. and the first time through, I'm tell I got so sick and tired of his like dumb joke. Like it's the same joke, it's the same line. It's yeah, but, like, this on, but this is different.
1: But this is different instruction. Like I just need like-
0: to mute you. Just play music yeah. and tell me what to do next.
1: Yeah, it's like Peloton though. Like they they have. My buddy, actually, um, Brendan Amadejo, actually um, does this. He shredded like a Julian salad, too, by Is the way. It, yeah. I think him and Steve taking those pelletites, too, the same stuff that um, Trenton Thompson got kicked out for. When I say this dude got 0% body fat, yeah. like go- Google him. Google, Google, his, Google his, uh, his, his Instagram page. Like he ripped up like a Julian. He always was strong. Right. Like he, he's, a, he's the lightest African I've ever seen in my life. He Nigerian, but he he like elder barge coffee. I'm like, bro, somebody was dipping in the milk, man. Somebody put some cream in that coffee, dog. You
0: think, you think so?
1: Yeah, but he man, when I when I say like,
0: this, this is definitely the time of year, though, don't you think? Like where we start, because look, we all like try to be as fit as we possibly can be. Then we hit the holidays and we fall off and we get out of it a little bit and then we like try to fight back and then it's winter so you're like, Yeah, I don't have to try too hard because I'm wearing layers and nobody can see. Then you get to March and you're going, Oh damn. Like that, it's yeah, that's be, a problem. It's gonna be T shirt and short season pretty yeah. soon. I
1: gotta get right. And that's and that's the thing. It's too late. Like when you, you start think it's too now, late.
0: March, it's too late. Don't tell me yeah, it's too late, man. Because I, I
1: March you you really gotta start like late January, February. It's going to take you six, seven weeks to get it right. That's Brendan, Brendan Amadejo. Damn, man. Like, look, like this dude on some other stuff.
0: Yeah? Okay. That's it? That's all you got for me? you see him? Oh, you're showing me? Yeah. You know, I can't... You can't see that. Yeah, but I can't relate to that. That guy's 30 years younger than me.
2: No, like, he's not.
1: He old, he old as hell. He old as hell. He older than me. Well, but he does this for a living. No, he's a retired. He owns some orange theories. No, he played football with me.
0: Okay, he's a special team guy. And now he does this for a living. So he's always been fit. I think he does pelletites. I I relate better to people. Okay, like we're all like in this from the same like ilk. We're all like the weekend warrior types that are just trying to. we're trying to survive.
1: Okay, so I need to show you carrot top.
0: Carrot top. Carrot top got in shape. I know that's also not relatable. Once again, it's somebody that is a celebrity with tons of money and tons of time. Can't be like this. Can't be. Can't be like this. Who can I? Who can? Nobody. I find. There's nobody. There's nobody relatable. Nobody. I, I am. I am lost in my own world. You got of you, 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 fighting age every you, year. I'm got, fighting it, and I refuse to give in to but it. But I'm
1: telling you, they, they taking these pelletites type stuff, man. It's like. It's, like borderline steroids.
0: Yeah, that's my next step. I no, meeti- I'm telling I gotta, you. Like, I got a meeting next week.
1: Like Steve, Steve uh, Welliford talks about the stuff that he, in- that he injects in his
0: Yeah, I'm dead serious. And it's
1: all about aging and anti-aging.
0: Yeah, I just told you. I'm going next week. I'm,
1: I, gotta, I, tried to get, I tried to get you to go to, to two years you, ago.
0: You did, and they called back, and then I missed the call because we were on the air and then i was never able to call back but this is this is a little, this is something that i let's definitely get, have to do
1: let's get you that rocky 4 look baby
0: rocky 4
1: you would be that dude with the with the young body and the old face
0: which when, dude was that
1: you have to make sure rocky 4 you got to make sure you don't lose you got to make sure you don't lose too much weight because your your face starts looking no
0: better. i don't want see that's the thing tom brady and that's one thing i've been yeah. following is what tom what tom's whole process yeah tom Got too, and he admitted it. He got too skinny, where his cheek started to like cave in. Yeah, his eyes. What happens? You look, you look,
1: you look drawn. And yeah, your
0: your eyes fall back into the socket. Like you can't. You don't want to look like that because that's kind of scary too. Yeah, you don't want to be that either. So you got to want to be f-
1: feeling great and looking like crap.
0: Which is why you can't. When you get older, the whole idea is not to be ripped; it's to just be strong.
1: Yeah, muscle mass, is really,
0: but I've never so been good at that. You know what I mean? Uh, we're not built like that. I'm not, yeah, you, it's easy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, keep flexing. I right? put, put almost
1: put a muscle. You ever try to show off and flex no, and no, you no, almost cramped. What's cramp- best is that you, you,
0: when you're done flexing, you put your arms down and then your whole stomach just lets go. you <laughs> it just, it's just funny the way you did that. You just dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my
1: god. Um speaking of which. Yeah, that that, that was horrible radio cuz nobody could see what I Nobody was could doing. see
0: it, but it was funny to me and that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh sp- speaking of which and, and letting go and everything like that. Do we just are we just d- can we let go of what's happening to the Knicks? Can I we can't. just I'm
1: concerned, man, because I was and, trying and t- to
0: fight it and and then I saw something last night that suddenly I just got like a spidey sense, a little tingling that I'm like, "Oh, oh." And I that's the first oh, oh I've had since, uh, you know, since all this stuff went down, I've been fine. I've been calm, but very serene. And then something last night just gave me that little uh-oh, and I didn't like what I saw last night.
1: Yeah, until, until, until they're back, until they get healthy and get people back, I'm nervous because there's no guarantee that they are going to get back.
0: Well, there is a guarantee they're going to get back. The guarantee, there's no guarantee they oh, going to how they're, they're going to go be back. when they get yes, back. Yes, that's the thing is what are they going to look like? I think everybody's nervous about – is it just gonna fall back into place you hope so? But one thing that the Knicks did at the trade deadline, even after the injuries, this was supposed to help stem the tide. And then when everybody got healthy, you thought and then you got this these guys off the bench. And I've I've, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and it's been you've been around long enough now. The Burks and Bogdanovich thing has been has been really maddening. And I can't figure it out. Burks really is over-dribbling and he's looking kind of like confused about what he should be doing. He doesn't look comfortable and he's not making any shots. He has not been good. And he only played 11 minutes last night. So it just shows you that it's reaching a point. Even after Tibbs said, I should have played him more. But your your instincts during the game told you not to play him more. Clearly. But the Bogdanovich part of this is the one that's really got me. Because here's a guy that was – averaging, you know, 18-20 a game. When he, when he was playing for the Pistons, he was putting up buckets, shooting a high percentage. He has come here, and he's been so inconsistent with his shooting. He has not looked good. And even when he is getting offense called for him and he's getting plays called for him, you can see that he has no pop, no bounce, no nothing. He's frustrated with himself. He's not making shots. And it just makes you wonder. He's wearing a sleeve on his calf. It just makes you wonder: Is there something a Is there something bothering him that's causing him not to play well? And b Is this is this all he is?
1: Maybe he's possibly uncomfortable because if he was able to put it up with the Pistons, I don't understand why he couldn't put the points up with the Knicks because he should have more space on the court, Um, especially with a guy like Brunson. And when guys come back like Julius, but he doesn't have have any space space. because he
0: can't create any.
1: Yeah, but he he created it when he was with Detroit. So I know. Something Blows was happening. Mind. He just doesn't forget how to play basketball. Maybe it's the sets and being comfortable in the offense that they're running.
0: Or maybe it's a calf that isn't allowing him to push off and that get too. where he needs to go. Well, and, if well, if that that's the, and if that's the story, that that really worries me. Because there's no the time case? to rest.
1: Yeah, we're we coming off the damn uh, all-star, all-star break. break. How the hell is he? How, you know, I don't know. No, he's wearing a
0: calf sleeve, though. He's wearing a calf sleeve. That I saw that last night, and I went, whoa, whoa. whoa. What are we doing here? And then he's frustrated, and then he's missing shots. Like all those things come up, and all those things just make you nervous. And that's so, uh, I haven't been nervous until last uh, night because even when they're healthy, Bogdanovich is supposed to make them better, make them deeper, be a weapon off the bench. Yeah. And but, if but, you're telling me that he's going through something, whatever he's going through, and so that's not what I thought he'd be either. Yeah, but sometimes I, I, I got to tell want, you that some, sometimes,
1: me. sometimes when you want it too bad. You pressing a little bit. He's not comfortable yet because he knows that it's added pressure to him. Like it was no pressure in Detroit, no, no. because nobody cares if you won or not. So it's stress-free basketball. And now he has expectations where they like, man, listen, we down with these people. So oh, but we got Bondanovich. He he he'll do it for us. Cray, cray.
0: That's what you were hoping, Steve in Connecticut. What's up, Steve?
2: Hey, Alan. You talk about your first. Uh oh was last night Mm -hmm. my first uh uh-oh was the first game watching alex burks play defense simple concepts like see your man see the ball just were not there uh i went to the game last night able to see the court in its entirety that was a bad trade that was a bad trade from a couple different angles i mean the shots aren't falling now but the shots if we're taking good shots they're eventually going to fall it's the defense uh, it looked it looked terrible last night. What we have with McBride and Grimes is better than what we have with Burks and Bogdan. I can't even say his name. But
1: don't but don't not uh, they get a, don't they get a chance to kind of work theirself in though? Like they, they really haven't been there that long. Like don't they get an opportunity Bart, like to kinda of get a fill out process? We know that so, that Bronjanovic can be better than what he is because he was with his previous team that he was
2: with. So, so hear me out, Bart. Offensively, they will get better. They both will get better. They're good offensive players. Their their numbers tell you that. Defensively, to be a good defensive player, you either have it or you don't have it. Burks is clueless. Hmm. He's clueless on defense. I'm a basketball coach. I I, I would sit Burks down the first minute he's on the floor each time. I see simple mistakes out there. Last night, I I, I even saw Brunson and Hart getting. Put in a blender
1: by
0: Golden State. I mean, Golden State runs an offense. Hey, perpetual of motion. Their pick, the pick and roll and was just shredding the it's Knicks. impressive. yeah. Oh, yeah. no, it, it's impressive. But they're not. To go, watch they're,
1: it. But they're not going to go, go against. They're not going to go against that. You know, the athleticism, Kaminga, the shooting that Clay, oh, you know, has and, and 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 stuff. So I think they can get better conceptually when OG comes back. That improve, improves the team defense if Mitchell Robinson can get back. That gives them a rim protector and size. So you can get away with it right now. It's just because so much stress has been put on everybody because of the loss of the two superstars.
0: Yeah. Well, one one thing that is, if you're looking for a silver lining right now in the schedule, is that after last night's game, over the next seven days, the Knicks only play two games. So there's plenty of time for guys might, to yeah. get right to get. And they might actually up.
1: have a. They might actually have a practice. And out. maybe
0: even yeah, maybe even have a practice. So only two games Sunday night, but they are two important games Sunday night at Cleveland. Tuesday against Atlanta, and by the way, Atlanta, Atlanta's got a a, a series in Brooklyn. They're going to be in New York this whole time. Mm. So through the whole weekend, all the way to Tuesday, Atlanta's going to gonna be in them, New York.
1: Send them to Scarlett's baby. You know what I you mean? You know they're from Atlanta. You know they love strip by Tuesday.
0: Cars. What kind of condition are they going to be? Remember, there's no Trey Young. Also, anyways, uh, we'll finish up with calls. Bart's going to tell us what he can't wait to see this weekend. But first, Bart's going to tell us about Semwell.
1: Yeah, man, friends, go see Dr. Jay Shaw. He's a double board certified pain specialist. Don't let your neck, back, joint, or nerve pain slow you down from doing all the things that you love. It's time for you to reclaim your active lifestyle. All you have to do is call Dr. Jay Shaw today at Samwell Pain. Dr. Shaw treats joint, neck, back, sciatic, and nerve pain. Dr. Shaw also treats migraine and headaches. He's a headache specialist. Procedures involve no cuts, no scars, no incisions, or downtime. Call Dr. Jay Shaw and take a non-surgical approach with precise image-guided procedures without any pain medication. Enjoy your pain-free life. Same day, or next day appointments are available. Go to sandwellpain.com to put an end to your pain and suffering today. Why wait any longer? Make your appointment with Dr. J. Shaw by going to sandwellpain.com. Now regain your active lifestyle. Enjoy all your favorite activities pain-free. Sandwell Payne now has three convenient locations located in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand-new office in Englewood to serve Bergen County. Visit sandwellpain.com. You wish you met Dr. J. Shaw a lot sooner. Most major insurances are accepted.
0: Thanks for listening to the Barton Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Put you in such a good mood. If you're not in a good mood right now, you, that means you're going to work.
1: I mean, you're a hater. You, I mean, you buck nasty. The world. hater. Oh, just going to work. Hater. You. Just got, got paid. Pay. Friday night, be jumping, jump I feel yeah. alright. Booty shaking, shaking. <laughs> May over to the beat. Ooh, I can't
0: wait to get. Uh huh. Whoa. Anyway, what do we got this weekend? By the way, what you mean? It's the
1: Underwear Olympics at its finest, man. Yeah. They tease you early on with all these mm-hmm. interviews and sound. But, man, nobody loves, like, you know, to me, it's one of the most exciting four hours that you can watch wasting your time just watching guys run and jump. Like, okay. But the NFL does a great job in doing it. And the reason why is because everybody here wants to dream that they can maybe host that Lombardi trophy, and it all starts here, right? This is the prelude before – the free agency then you turn your attention right back to these guys and the greatest throw of the pro day and all those type of things it all starts here and who's going to compete and right you know and as a guy who never was invited to the combine you know what i mean you got guys just trying to figure out where they're going to have their pro days after this and saying hey i can beat those times i'm more athletic to these guys i can't wait to get my opportunity to show so I'm excited, right? Because this is when you start hearing the projections, and who knows what's going to happen. Also, with deals being made, who knows if Joe Douglas right now isn't sitting down talking to the the upper management of the Raiders, trying to figure out how do we get Devontae Adams? Because if I can get mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, or talking to or the Giants talking, okay, listen, if we were to were to entertain moving up, what would be a, 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 a acceptable package for us to move up, maybe? Talking to New England, hey, man, like, listen, I just want to let you know when we get back, let's talk more about maybe, you know, if y'all not going to take a quarterback, let us move up. And we got an extra number two. We swap two spots. We get y'all a number two. Y'all can go get Penix or whoever y'all want and get that receiver, however y'all want to do it. So that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for some of those conversations as our insiders get back. Or you talk to some of the the reporters and see who was kind of smoothing up to each other, who was talking. And then you know, this is the time last year where I think Chicago traded number one pick. So what's going to happen with Justin Fields, which affects everybody, right? Because what if one of these guys in the top top five? What if what if what if the Giants say, "Hey man, I'm just going to give up this number two for Justin Fields"? That wouldn't wouldn't that be easier than anything? Wouldn't that check all the boxes? Yes. Like, let's take, the, let's take the Leonard Williams number two, because that's what it's going to take to get Justin Fields, and yep. he's under contract for two years.
0: Yeah, but you know there's been no smoke on that. There's been none.
1: But sometimes it's not. But what I'm saying is you never know what's going to come out of these type of weekends. It's always something that says, oh, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. It's always something that comes out from this weekend. That's what I'm excited about. Who's going to move up and make that boss move? Who's making that chess piece move? Because what if it's New England saying, hey, we'll give up our second. We'll take Justin Fields. And then we'll swap, go down to the Giants' spot because we don't care. You know what I'm saying? We'll swap down. We'll, we'll let the Giants have our spot because we're going to get our quarterback in Justin Fields, and then we're going to get a number two from, from them or something like that. And they, and they say, you know what I'm saying, Justin Fields is going to play a big part in what happens in some of these quarterback decisions, in my opinion. Because you have to consider that he, he is a guy that if you feel like you have a good enough offense and offensive line that you can win with him, and he's cheap right now at, I think, $6 million is what his cost is this year. Because he signed a four-year, $18 million deal. And you got an option to pick up his option. So, would you like Justin Fields, a guy that we know we can play for two years at, at $12 million? Or you want to go back and try and get you a rookie that you hope can play? That's what I can't wait, man. That's going to be this exciting stuff going on, man. No, it's, 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 it's,
0: the big business is starting to happen, right? And that's what's happening. Can I throw in one thing now? Obviously, the Sunday night is Knicks and the Cavs, so you got to wait till Sunday night. But how about just uh, – we're in March now, right? College basketball. March Madness, the baby. Start keeping an eye. Now, St. John's off this weekend, so locally, you know, as far as they go – you know they've got a couple of days away, but you've got some. I mean, we've got some good games over the weekend, and we start to see now. You know, teams starting to kind of set themselves up, getting ready for tournament season, which is in another week. So, like, it really starts to ramp up now, and that and that's this is a fun time of year, no doubt. I mean, Kansas is playing Baylor. Yeah, it's automatic like, bid season like before Saturday you know it, afternoon. right? Yeah, and that's right. You start getting it's into like that. those tournaments. NC State, North Carolina, we get a little bit of that going on down there. So, Tobacco Road, baby. You know, Duke taking on Virginia. You know, there's just a whole bunch of really good games to watch um, and just kind of get yourself back into the flow. So, enjoy the weekend, everybody. Stay safe. And Bart and I will see you Monday. Bart, see you Monday. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.